The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome into the Masculine Journey radio show. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Uh, hard to believe, guys, that it's almost the end of January already. I have a, uh, I have a confession to make. My Christmas tree is still up. I was thinking about <laughs> taking it down. Ours was last weekend, so <laughs> we finally got it down. And I felt better when I went to Virginia to see my parents for my uh dad's birthday this past week because theirs was still up too so i said i'm glad i'm not the only one but uh around the table and on the coast we have robbie dillmore we have big jim graham back with us who looks like he's come from the coast with the palm tree shirt and everything on there he's looking very relaxed and we're uh grateful to have jim balecki back jim hasn't been with us for a while jim it's good to see you here today thank you glad to have you here and our fearless leader who spends a lot of his time somewhere on the coast of South Carolina most of the time now. Sam, how you, how you doing today, Sam? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm doing well. Uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, a little bit of both. Up and down the so, coast. Yeah. Up yeah. and down the coast. Yeah. I, I still, uh, I'm still a little envious about that because I love being at the ocean and the beach, but I understand you have work to do when you're there. Well, let's talk about what we're going to try to accomplish today or at least kick off. Uh, the first few weeks... As we started off the year, we had some ideas about the unholy trinity, and we talked about those things and uh, the enemies some things that we face coming into the year. And uh, I had had a conversation with you, Robbie, about uh, hearing a word from God back last month in December. And I have to admit that outside of the boot camps, when we do the uh, covenants of silence, that it was probably the first time that I'd really heard a word so clearly and I came to you, and I started writing. I wrote down that word, and then I wrote down some other words that maybe someone would get, you know, words that may come, whether it's patience. I think Jim was talking about listening a while ago. And uh, you brought up this whole concept that uh, comes from Ransom Hart and John Eldridge of hearing advanced words for the year. So that's kind of where we are now. We want to explore today uh, what it really looks like to hear advanced words from God coming into the new year. And I want to preface it by saying that even though we're at the last – week of january and and heading into february that it's not too late for these things because they were talking about when they released it on new year's that some folks may not even listen to it till the end of the week or something so there there's still time and uh why don't you talk a little bit about what we were kind of going through in that discussion yeah well at the boot camps the covenant of silences are um, an opportunity for us to go out and get alone and get quiet and try to hear from God on, you know, subject matters that we give the guys as they go out and into the covenant of silence. Well, what John had mentioned in these podcasts that I'd heard last year was that they, at the beginning of the year, ask God or Jesus, depend on who you know the relationship that you have within the Trinity. I like to move around. Sometimes I ask the Father. Sometimes I ask the Holy Spirit. But ask God for a particular word to help you to interpret or to go with him in the year of 2018 or, you know, an advanced word for the year and then to begin to write that down. Mm-hmm. And as you go through and put it someplace where you can look at it constant, where you see it every day, 
and think, wow, what does that have to do with today? And, and how can I help me interpret Jesus, what it is that I'm experiencing now as we go through the year? And it was kind of neat to listen to John. He, he whetted my appetite for that because he was like, you know, at the end of the year, I don't want to give up that word and get another word because I'm so excited. Yeah. You know, I've been enjoying this word for the last year. And, and it really whet my appetite to go on that adventure to hear uh, something from the Lord myself. Yeah. And so, honestly, I, I picked it up last year and began doing it every day and was really excited coming into 2018 to, to pick up a yearly word. And then you, you shared your word. Yeah. And Andy, who is normally with us, has to be in Dallas today. We hate that for you, Andy. We know you're out there. <laughs> you know, he, he was really excited about this. But it's really cool. I've heard now that Jim's had a word uh, this year already. He's been practicing. Well, it's interesting because you said this is from John. Well, the way God usually talks to me is through multiple areas. And I had a leadership uh, course went through with our staff last fall, and it included this as well. And we had a life word and a year word. And I'd heard it. This is the fourth different place I've heard about having a word for the year. So I said, okay, God, you know, I need to Need a word, and uh, last year my life word is Hesed, which is the Old yeah. Testament love. You and say I'm that. Good I, with I, that I, it looks like chess to me Chesed. when I see it. C H E S S E D. But uh, last, and last word, service is. was my word, which I was handy with and, and yeah. like that. I was good with that. And this year I heard very quickly and clearly it's listen. Yeah. And so that's what I'm going to do most of this podcast. But uh, we're, we really, I mean, that hit me as what, sort of like my name did. Really? Is that it? But it was immediate that, you know, you need to listen for my voice yeah. and spend more time with God and listen to others because I'm, I love to talk. And usually when I'm talking, I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next, next <laughs> rather than listening to what you're telling me. Well, speaking of listening, if you're a first-time listener on the Masculine Journey radio show, we like to use movie clips to kind of illustrate our topics. And uh, Robbie, as usual, came up with one that gives us a little funny intro to what we're doing. And this clip was a little bit about listening or maybe the lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles, they were trying to get them a message about you're going the wrong way, which could mean a lot of different things. on the wrong side of the highway. He's going to kill somebody. God. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Some joker wants to race. Don't race. That's ridiculous. All right, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Put your window down. He wants something. Uh, he's probably drunk. You're going the wrong way. What? We're going the wrong way! He says we're going the wrong way! Oh, he's drunk! How would he know where we're going? Yeah, how would he know? Thank you, thanks a lot. <laughs> Terrific. Thank you! <laughs> what a moron. You're going in the wrong direction! You're going to kill somebody! You're going the wrong way! 
What? <laughs> and it kind of went downhill from there. <laughs> they were going the wrong way, but what you can't see, because, you know, the, is there two trucks yeah. in both lanes, you know, and they're trying to make it between the two, which is planes, yeah. trains, automobiles. They didn't mention two big, huge trucks that were. Yeah. But, you know, I couldn't help but think how many times in my life was God screaming that, and I'm going, oh. <laughs> <Not listening. laughs> he so doesn't Sam, know where I'm going. <laughs> Sam, we're uh, – you know, we're talking about listening to God in that clip. And, you know, John and Alan, when they were doing the podcast for, uh, you know, giving giving God your year, they were talking about uh, asking God, you know, do you have some words for me this year? Do you have? And we were kind of talking in the pre-show about how this happens at the boot camps where we have the covenants of silence. And you've, you've spoken on more than one occasion about uh, – listening for God, how, how does that come about for us? Because, uh, you know, we have some guys sometimes that go off and they come back and they go, you know, I got nothing. And uh, other guys that are really blessed with some things, it seems like it would take some patience and some practice. Yeah, it really does. And I think it it, take, it begins with what God, you know, gave Big Jim was listen. You know, and it's not listening with agenda. It's not listening for desired uh, you know, God, I really want my word to be, you know, fame or fortune this year, mm-hmm. right? God, <laughs> you know, you can't come at God with those types of things as much as, yeah. you know, just God, what do you have for me? What What are you wanting me to hear today? You know, and that may be a word or it may be a statement or it may be something as simple as, and something as pronounced as I love you. Yeah. You know, just letting God be the author of what that conversation looks like. Yeah. And Jim, Jim Balecki, we, we kind of have to clear the plate. This was something else they were talking about. It could be clearing the plate from 2017. It could be clearing up from years back. Right. The way that they put it was, you know, we have to turn old agreements oh, over absolutely. to God and say we're oh. going to let go of those agreements. How does that play into having those conversations with God and hearing from him? Well, yeah, I think for the most part, is uh, uh, it comes down to the agreements. You know, we, we all um, – uh, have listened to the enemy and have those lies that we agree. Uh, uh, as we were talking beforehand, you know, the, the, the father wound has, uh, uh, was easy for me to identify, uh, growing up because I was constantly at odds with my father. And one of those things that, uh, agreements that I had made was that nothing I do will ever be good enough. Right. And so, you know, as I got older, I, I found myself in competition with myself beating myself up constantly. And uh, as of late, uh, I, I've had to put some of those things aside um, simply because uh, you, when, once you create that uh, expectation for yourself, you expect that from others. Mm-hmm. And nobody can meet those expectations, even myself. Yeah. And so one of the agreements that you have to let go of um once you let go of those agreements and figure out what God has created you for, yeah, you know, those are the things you want to hear from God. Right. Right. And we have to, uh, uh, letting go of things. And they were talking about this a little bit, uh, Sam, letting go of things may include, uh, these agreements we've had that I can't do this. I was talking to you about something in regards to this earlier this week, you know, this past agreements of, uh, going to school or, 
uh, different things that we have, and we may be hearing something from God, and you know whether or not we're still dealing with an agreement that says I can't do that, I'm not good enough, good enough to do it, just like Jim said. You know, I think it, it begins with realizing that you don't really do a whole lot of things uh, on your own anyway. Yes. Right? I mean, we're, we're capable of doing a lot of things, but what God calls us to do requires being an interaction, active participation with Him. That's how we get to those things. And so a lot of those agreements are based upon our past, you know, that we believe the lies are still true about us or... Yeah they were ever fully true about us or that we have to do it on our own stream. Absolutely. And that's why uh, resolutions for most people don't work because of that, because it becomes more about me and uh, what I need to do rather than, rather than involving God. We've got a boot camp coming up. You're going to hear a message about that shortly. And uh, stay tuned. Masculine Journey. Hi, Radio. this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to Facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I am William Wallace. You've come to fight as three men. And three men you are. What will you do without freedom? Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom. A four-day adventure with God. It's a Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. Boot Camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be, passionate warriors for the kingdom. Coming in April the 12th through the 15th, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org to register while you're thinking about it. Welcome back to the Masculine Journey Radio Show. A clip there from one of Sam's favorite groups, the Beatles, and the word. <laughs> I know that's one of your favorite groups, Sam. But uh, the interesting thing about that and that music bumper and the reason why I chose that is oftentimes we're going to God and we're saying, you know, can you just give me the word? Can you slip me the answer? Uh, actually, John Lennon of the Beatles did that one time. He said, you know, he thought if he went up in the helicopter with someone that he might slip him the answer. And we don't always get that, Sam, but sometimes we get a word, and we've got a clip from a movie, Field of Dreams, that we've used. Uh, we've used this before. We use it at boot camps, but I was wondering if you might set that up for us. It's a short clip. Absolutely. This is uh, a guy that's just kind of out on his own. He keeps hearing this voice telling him a very pronounced message, you know, and, and he doesn't really get a lot of detail around it. It just requires him to go on this, this adventure uh, with the voice, to go on this adventure to find out what he was really being told.
you know, that, that's about the freakiest that's ever sounded to me <laughs> listening <laughs> to that clip. You know, you're you're out you're out there and you're you're getting you're getting that message, Sam. If you build it, they will come. And uh, a lot of times when God does that with me, I'm like, could you could we stop and go back? What are you talking about, really? Well, I think that you know that is some of that. But even in the the individual words, you know, for Jim, listen, okay, what's that really mean? When? How? Where? How am I not listening? I mean, there's just lots of places to go on that adventure with God to even delve into the Word, let alone what He has to say that He's really wanting you to hear. Yeah, yeah. So when we talk about this, there are a couple of things that uh, if you're going to go on this journey in 2018, there are a couple of things you're going to have to start off with, according to our friends and some of our own experiences with this. One is consecrating the year to Jesus. That's uh, what John called a surrender agenda, consecrating your calendar, concentra- consecrating your life to to God. And, Robbie, that's, uh, you know, I was talking before about all these plans that I have, and I write plans about, you know, what I'm going to do in different areas, and sometimes I'll get, you know, 70% into it and realize that I haven't really involved God at all. So this this is a big deal about about turning it over and then asking God what he has to say about my year. But how do you go about kind of clearing the, the slate? Yeah, that's a an interesting challenge. And in, in if you uh, do a daily prayer, um, it's an integral part of that is trying to, and even a nightly prayer of how do I give all this stuff that's cluttering my mind to God? How do I say, okay, wait a minute, <laughs> you're in charge here rather than me in charge, and how do I sort of upload that to, in order to consecrate that to him? Say, okay, wait a minute, this is for you. Let me give this back to you. Get the monkey off my back. And I, I can tell you a way that if I didn't do it, I would lose my mind. You may know I have the ministry, the uh, Jesus Labor Love, where we have, you know, I probably have four or five single moms, widows, families in crisis that I'm in contact with every day through that ministry. And all of them have unbelievable problems that would actually have me pulling my hair out if I wasn't able to take that monkey off my back and go, wait a minute, God, I've got to give this back to you because there's no, I don't have the resources to fix all these. I don't have the, the, the emotional resources. I don't have the physical resources. I don't have that. And so in, in, in doing that, morning by morning saying, I've got to clear myself of these connections and give them back to God. I don't know if that's saying it well, but that's kind of where you end up going with it. And the Jesus labor love has taught me um, a little bit of how to do that disconnect. Cause if I didn't, I would be insane. Yeah. Now, Jim Graham, you're talking about embarking on listening this year. So I imagine we kind of have to we kind of have to get cleared out and we have to let God come after our hearts. And uh, are there any ways that that's worked for you, uh, you know, that you do something on a daily basis or when you want to have communication with God? I mean, one of the problems I have in the morning is really stop shutting down what the rest of the day is going to look like to me because my mind tends to race about things. So I, I'm really wanting to work on that this year. Now, when you t- listening really intrigues me. So have you had any success with that? Well, <laughs> When I stop to listen, yes, but 
the stopping, as you pointed out, it can be a, a real mess. And I don't have that busy a mind. I'm usually blank. But uh, <laughs> the the real key for me is trying to unload my agenda and looking at what the kingdom business is that's in front of me. Yeah. Not, you know, I need to work on getting these bills paid and that sort of thing. If yeah. I can let go of that, then I'm available yeah. for hearing from God. And Sam, I know you've talked about, uh, if I remember correctly, you've talked about being, uh, being out in God's nature, that that kind of helps you to be in touch with him. It really does. It's, there's, uh, honestly, for me, there's nothing more beautiful than some of the landscapes that God's created. You know, the, the beauty that's around us every day, just from the micro to the macro, and uh, how uh, intricate, you know, a flower can be, or, you know, how massive a, the, the ocean or a mountain can be, you know, and you can't help, at least for me, to see that beauty, and it draws you closer to God, to a place where you can take time to hear and, and to really listen for what he has to say. Yeah. Now, Robbie, the second part of that, I guess, is, is and we were talking about this with what, what does God have to say, is we have to ask him. And you have a clip from a movie that I really kind of think illustrates that point for us. Yeah, this is from the movie We Were Soldiers. And uh, it's a scene where this young man has just had a baby, and he is struggling with being a soldier and a father and what that means actually to take another person's life and how to interpret that. And so that's one of the key things I find about getting this, of being able to listen to God is giving you a word to show you how to interpret the situation you find yourself in day to day, because Satan would like to interpret that for you. He would love to give you a message. <laughs> I guarantee you he would. <laughs> but so it's just a critical thing to stop, which is what Mel Gibson's great leadership does here and say, let's ask him. Colonel. At his age, I heard one of my new lieutenants just became a father. Can't you say congratulations? Thank you, sir. So, uh, I didn't want to disturb you. Oh, no, no, it's fine. It's all right. Please. Well, how's your wife? She's okay. She's okay. She's sleeping. So is my daughter. I just wanted to be here for a while before I held her. Well, it's... Tagger already? What's that say? Oh, Camille. Yeah, I'm sorry about no, this, No, don't sir. you take that off. You leave that on where it is. That's an order. Colonel, may I ask you a question? Sure. What do you think about being a soldier and a father? I hope that being good at the one makes me better at the other. Why? What about you? I don't know, sir. Between college and here... Barbara and I spent a year in Africa. We helped build a school for orphans. They were orphans because the warlord across the border didn't like their tribe. I know God has a plan for me. I just hope it's to help protect orphans. Not make any. Why don't we ask him? Come on, let's go ask him. 
the thing that I, I, I should have set up in that clip was that takes place in a chapel, mm-hmm. and which to me indicates that soldier's hunger and his thirst. In other words, when you're hungry for God, you're thirsty. For, draw near to me, and I'm going to draw near to you. And I think that's really a critical aspect of being able to hear is that, that r- huge desire, like, God, I really need you. right? I, and you could see that that soldier's heart was in that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jim Balecki, I'm going to pull a Sam Main right now and uh, ask you a question you're probably not prepared for because Sam loves to do that <laughs> yeah. when he's sitting in this chair. So, Sam, I've learned well from you. Uh you know what happens when you uh, what happens when you when you get a word or you're hearing from God and you go uh, okay, but uh, that's not quite what I had in mind. You think you could give me another one, or that's not really what I was expecting to hear. And sometimes we may be expecting to hear what kind of is going on in our lives, or we're thinking. And, and that usually sounds like my wife. Uh, your wife she's very sweet (laughs) she is uh all too often um you know uh i i I try not to go into um prayer preparing to think i know or thinking i know what i'm going to hear from god yeah um i mean i know from my own self that i I have a very sinful nature and even when i hear from god i was like okay uh that was what I wanted to hear, but was that really God or was that just me playing tricks or, you know, the right. enemy going, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead and do that. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, usually anything that's uh, important, uh, I try to bathe in prayer. Yeah. Um, and that's not just one thing, you know, it's, it's not a, okay, God, uh, I need an instant answer here, but you know, God share with me what you would have on your heart. Yeah, and you know, maybe it's something I hear immediately in my prayer. That's still small voice. Yeah. Maybe it's a good friend, or or maybe it's something I hear six, seven times before I climb into the car, going, "Okay, God, I get it." Sam, in ten seconds, what can we uh, take from this into next week? Uh, any suggestions for folks between now and then? Yeah, clear your agenda for at least a few moments. Clear your head. Clear your mind and go to God and say, God, what what do you have in store for me? What have you been trying to tell me that I just haven't heard? All right. Thank you for joining us. For more uh, podcasts, if you want to listen to this show again or to learn about our boot camp, log on to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. You can also go to our Facebook page. Thanks for listening today. We'll talk to you again soon.